uh, episode four of the Velocity podcast. Uh, you are fresh from a holiday to uh, to Cyprus. So t- uh, tell me about it, mate. I know you, you've already told me before, before we started recording, but that'd be weird to wait to actually tell me about your holiday on, on a podcast that no one listens to. It would be, it would be a bit weird, right? Well, first of all, what do you think of my tan? Um, <laughs> well, r- right now, um, yeah. you've got a light on the top of your head, which is making you look like a... Uh, well, I won't say what, but uh, an egg, a very, a very pale egg. So it didn't go down well, the uh, the tannage, did it? Well, I've got, I'm so petrified when I go abroad, I put like factor 50 kids on to protect, uh, to protect me. Uh, yeah. So petrified. I burnt the top of my head when I first started going bold and it was horrendous. So, um, so yeah, put that on. But no, mate, it was amazing. Thanks. Really, really good. Um, beer in hand for the majority of the day. Um, lots of beautiful food, great time with the kids, with the wife. Um, and the best way to describe it when somebody asked me earlier was just like a big reset button. Mm. Um, and I came back to, uh, to work velocity with yourself, uh, yesterday and just felt, yeah, like I'd hit that big reset button, really ready to go again. And, um, yeah, really enjoyed being back at work the last couple of days. So, um, mission, uh, mission complete. Nice. And what, what I was thinking, I had actually asked you this question really directly, but um, you know, sometimes when you go on holiday and you, you have like a bit of headspace and a bit of time and you're away from the day to day, away from the desk and not as much time on the phone necessarily. Like what did you get any kind of ideas or what did you spend a lot of time thinking about in terms of the business or like yourself and your development and velocity? Like what were you, what were you pondering on? It was all about the podcast really. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, big, big things coming for the podcast. It's why it's why we're doing video for the first time today. Do you know? Do you know what it was? Genuinely, I mean, I did a li- I did a, a little bit of work with some leads um, that were going through while I was away, which was I enjoyed because it was like very relaxed. Um, but you you're, know, just a, you're just a chilled out entertainer, so it's just who you are, isn't it? Sort out tomorrow. Um, so I think what it, what was really really interesting was I didn't do a lot of future planning because I think we've been doing so much of that. I think what I did was a lot of reflecting. Um, and I think we, we both say this all the time. I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people listening to this or whoever's listening to this um, will uh, possibly find this about themselves as well, that we're so fucking hard on ourselves. Mm. And we're always pushing ourselves and stretching ourselves to do the next thing, to be better. And whilst that's amazing, and I really like that about the way that we work, um, it's also exhausting. And it doesn't leave an awful lot of time for um, for you to be kind of grateful about what you've done and for you to be proud of yourself for what you've achieved. So I actually did a lot of sitting back and thinking and reflecting and, you know, look, I actually looked over what we've created quite a lot, watching you run the webinars and checking in with stuff and just thinking, Jesus, yeah, this is actually really good. And this is, you know, changing the lives of personal trainers, which is why we set this up and why we wanted to do this thing. We're seeing personal trainers go from absolutely nothing to building, you know, life-changing amounts of revenue. Um, So I kind of just sat back and enjoyed the hard work that we've done so far and actually gave myself a little bit of credit for once. So um, that was, I think, probably more valuable than any future planning could have been. I've had loads of people, um, to be fair, jokes aside, those listening to this or watching this on socials can probably relate to is um, not uh, appreciating uh, the, the hard work that you've done and we're so um we're so guilty and drawn to the next thing the thing that i'm not good enough yet at or the thing that i don't yet do or don't yet have 
as opposed to stopping and looking out the rear the ring the rear wing mirror and, and, and looking at what's happened previously so i think there, there's a huge lesson we're like we're probably the world's worst at this <laughs> so we you, you and i have to re- continuously remind each other to do it but i think if you is striking that that balance that will keep you from overwhelm from resentment of what you do in your business and actually like maintain your level of excitement and enthusiasm yeah absolutely it's this i've heard this thing before like it's called destination anxiety and yeah. um, definitely suffer, something i've suffered with in the past which is this this thought that happiness or if, if i can just get to the next level if i can just get to the next stage mm-hmm. like that's where happiness lies yeah. And actually, if you if you hold on to that for too long, you never find happiness because you're always thinking it's at the next stage. And I know we've both been there previously. Um, and so I think that, um, yeah, this holiday was a really good chance to go. Actually, where I'm at right now is pretty cool. And I've worked really hard to get here. So I'm just going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was pretty much it. So here's here's the thing. While you were away, so you were doing your reflecting, drinking beer at lunchtime, like sw- sw- swimming from one bar to the next, just drinking cold lager. I was holding up the thought of velocity, and the thing that I realised, my one kind of takeaway from the uh, from the week was um, it it was much. It wasn't as enjoyable without you here, and that's going to be really like soppy for the podcast. Oh. But we 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 did, we did share that, and the, the, here's the point that. You know, we, we had this vision together. We had this ambition, this dream to build this thing together. And, you know, obviously, practically speaking, we're both going to... What's, what's all this, mate? You can't... I think that's um, Trigger Happy TV. Um... <laughs> no! <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably sponsorships calling up to sponsor the podcast. Yeah, it's probably that, mate. Normally is. Yeah, they're just calling up. They just saw oh, episode four's live. Let's, yeah. um, you know, let's, let's get on and on the act. Anyway, um. Uh, you know we had this ambition we had this dream to 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 build velocity and you know practically obviously i want to look after it when you go away and make sure all of our clients are looked after and you you do the same for me but i think it speaks to that same point again about the process and what we the reason why we will be successful and we will build the best mentorship program for personal trainers is because we just love it and the pro like the process and journey of doing it is so much fun it's more fun than it is work and of course, there are, are times when we're frustrated, we have to work hard, we have to work long hours, and we have to do some hard things. Um, and that can be challenging. Actually, it's far outweighed by the, the laughs, the laughs we have around here, and the, uh, and, and the excitement and the fun and the, and the, and the prospect of what, we're, of what we're doing and what it's going to do for us and our families and our lives is going to be epic. So that was kind of one, one realization that I had while you were away. Yeah, that's really cool. And I, I, I totally agree. I've, I had a, a stint where you were in Paris where I had to um, hold the fort myself. And yeah, there's this dramatic uh, decline in the enjoyment factor. You still want to do the work and you do the work and you get it done, but it does take the edge off. And it, it speaks a lot to, um, to community as well. You know, even if you don't have a business partner, having a community that you can go to, lean in with, share things with and, and go on that journey with is so important. I remember so many years as a personal trainer, eating my lunch in the car park outside the gym because I just, I didn't want to be in the gym, but I had nobody else to kind of uh, speak to or be around. And so I think it's a great thing for our guys in the, in the program, you know, with the Facebook group and the, the workshops and the webinars that we run, that they all get that chance to um, speak and integrate the buddy groups that they're in as well. You know, that chance of community and being able to share ideas will really help with that 
um, loneliness of the, of the journey that sometimes hits when you're, when you're building a business for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it maybe it speaks as well that if you, um, if you don't, if you aren't enjoying your, the, the process, the, the, the actual process of building your business, that maybe it's the facility that you work in, or maybe it's the people that are there, or maybe you're not in a facility and that might be the problem and you need to get in one. But if you're not, if you don't find your week, your kind of the week that you're building and you're constructing right now enjoyable, I think it's probably worth considering that you need to change something, whether it is, is change the people that you're hanging with. Maybe it is change the facility. Maybe it's change your model slightly, or maybe it's join a program like this or you know similar to this. Um, and we are taking clients on. If you're listening to this now, you can get in touch. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it changed something because if, if it's not that enjoyable and the, the kind of tough stuff and the way you feel um, or the negative, the times when you feel really bad, largely outweighs the times when you're excited, motivated, inspired and having fun, then I think you've got to think about changing something. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, it brings me to, I had a conversation earlier with uh, one of our clients in Norway mm. uh, and uh, we were talking about, he's now fully booked as a face-to-face coach and we're, um, he's put his prices up a couple of times. We've got a wait list and we're now starting to branch out into a few other things. And he's a, he's a power lifter. And I've never seen the guy light up so much in the probably eight to 10 months that we've been working together. Um, when we started talking about the potential to set up a promotion um, and create a specific package designed for powerlifters. And it was like the level of excitement to get started on that project was huge. Um, so, yeah, I think that, you know, finding something that you love within the industry that you're in is super important and will we'll bring the best work out in you, whether that's finding a community, whether it's changing a specific task or getting a business partner to grow something with, whatever that is definitely got to be there it's got to be present and uh yeah i'm really glad that that we've got that here so um so you said you were obviously holding the fort for the last week did you get up to much else or were you just uh, up to your eyeballs with uh with work at velocity no well we're recording this podcast it's a friday this is being recorded uh the where are we now the 29th of april my dearest mother's birthday um um, which means that it's only nine days from Natalie's due date. So she's clearly, I'm here, she's still, she hasn't popped yet. So uh, we've been doing a bit more prep, just getting things organised, um, uh, played a bit of squash, and, um, but otherwise that, just holding up the fort until you get home, my friend. That's, that's all. But in, inside Velocity, you know, we're, we're, if we reflect on what we've been teaching inside um, to our trainers and coaches at the moment, um, was that like, the main theme of our training was called Start More Chats, and it so basically here's the premise that um, when you're growing your business, you should be having a lot of conversations with people. And those conversations may be taking place in your facility. They may be taking place on social media, via email, through WhatsApp um, or could be in a coffee shop. So in person somewhere. And basically what we said is that you have we, we have the no like trust of the six stage ladder and there's rapport building, there's trust building things to get done but there's a moment where we want to try and start a conversation we want to start more conversations and the whole training was about what whatever platform i'm on whatever my strategy based on my unique circumstances what other what other tactics that i've got to actually get talking to more people and that's that was the that was the kind of the um, introduction that's the overall idea to the training we did last week Nice. Yeah, that's cool. And I think it, like so many of our, um, our ideas, our coaching sessions, our workshops, the courses that we provide, 
they all kind of interlink with each other, don't they? So naturally that kind of falls in line into the six stage ladder that we coach on. Um, and it's one of the, one of the big hurdles that we find, especially new trainers um, really struggle with is actually initiating conversation, mm. knowing how to, how to kick something off and get it started. And once you've done that, the rest of it kind of tends to naturally unfold as long as you're aware of what you're trying to achieve through our six stage ladder. And so that's one of the things I love about our, our coaching is that we can kind of say, let's study this and, and implement this. And then the next logical step is to study this. And it all kind of pieces together and creates this lovely timeline in this particular instance from cold lead through to paying client. But yeah, starting more chats is definitely uh, a big hurdle for so many people. It's, um, it's relatively simple, but I actually totally understand why people struggle with it. What's come up a lot uh, as we've been talking about this conversation is the one of the biggest problems that people are having is, or they don't realise it until we get into a, until we kind of unpack it, is that the reason why uh, a trainer, a person is not starting enough conversations that they know they have to in order to get enough leads to eventually get to become clients. The reason they're they're not doing enough is that they're they're thinking too far ahead in the process. Yeah. They're thinking about selling already before they've even actually got to know the individual. And this, this takes, this takes time to develop. And I, and, and I realized that when I, I, well, when I started realizing this and I looked back on my own journey, I realized it took me a while to understand that it's possible to be thinking that, yeah, I know I need to start more conversations if I want more clients. And mm-hmm. I have that, that idea, that belief, that truth in my head, but, at the same breath, I'm also going to um, start conversations without any further intention or expectation every day that I'm, I'm actively working. And whichever, whichever you know, platform that I might be using, whether it's in person or online, I am going to be starting conversations. And I won't have expectations, but I know I've got to do it to get clients. And there's a little bit of an oxymoron in there that you think you can't have one without the other. But it's really important to appreciate that because that's why people don't get started because they don't want to, oh, they won't have PT or or they, they'll, they'll give themselves and uh, they'll make assumptions and they'll act as excuses and barriers as to why they don't talk to more people. Yeah. And, and it's scary, right? If you're going out with the intention to sell, you feel like a car salesman, you feel yeah. like you're pushing yourself onto someone. You're thinking, well, if they want PT, they'll come to me. And, oh, if, yeah, exactly. and if you're of that mindset, then you're always going to be dealing with the low hanging fruit and you might end up with maybe four or five clients tops. Um, and that's where it stops. And I used this analogy earlier um, with somebody. I said, there's always, um, my kids are basically going to a school disco today. Um, and um, it reminded me, it took me back to, to school discos as a kid with, I don't know whether you wore the kickers top, the kickers shirts. I had a big, a luminous green kickers shirt and I wore it to every single school. Nice, disco. nice. Um, always the fashion icon you, mate. I know, I know, bringing it for the kids. Um, but uh, there was this, this, um, really good analogy when it comes to selling or when it comes to starting more chats, which is there was always that quiet kid at the disco that sat in the corner and was had all the dance moves in his locker, all of them, the worm, everything. Yeah, um, that you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got the punchline. Um, and um, someone had to go and get that kid and drag them up onto the dance floor and get them like kind of going with those first few moves. And then they were away. And it's a little bit like that with um, potential clients. There's so many people out there that want personal training, but like that shy person at the disco, they're going to sit there and they're going to wait and they're never going to come forward onto the dance floor. You've got to go and get them, grab them by the hand and say, look, come on, 
Go and make this. Go and do the two step. And then we'll, the two, let's start with the two step. Simple. And then we'll take it to the one. Um, yeah, exactly. We'll do it later. Exactly. So yeah. So that was the analogy that I used earlier, and I think it landed quite well. Which is. And then we're, then we're going to slow dance at the end. Always at the end, though. You don't slow dance at the beginning. Exactly. There you go. There's the process. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's starting more chats, isn't it? Is you've, yeah. you've got to go and get these people. And I'm astounded by it even now when we talk to personal trainers. You know, people that aren't, they don't come across like they want your help. But you ask one or two questions, and all of a sudden they're like, "Can we book a call? I want to talk to you about this." Yeah. Um, but you have to initiate that first conversation with no exactly as you say, with no intention to sell. So it's easier for you to do because you can do it with a completely kind of organic, uh, guilt-free mindset. Um, and it's easier for them to receive. They want to reciprocate. And that's what we want. We want to start yeah. conversations and get something back. And one thing I want to talk about in this, in this subject before we you know, end, end, of this, uh, end of this session is lubing the tube. Oh. Yeah, We're gonna, we, we have realized recently how powerful lubing the tube is. And I'm just going to see how many times I can say that phrase because it's extremely enjoyable. But... Um, so here, yeah. So can I ask you, because you, you've you've done a lot of lubrication over thing over the last few months, <laughs> um, and I'd like to I'd like for you to introduce what what this means in respect of starting and getting conversations going. All I'm thinking of is that the last episode we spoke about your sausage, <laughs> yeah. and now it's lube. There's there's a, there's a theme developing here. I think. Lubing the tube, yeah. So lubing the tube is is about like lubrication obviously provides less friction, right? It allows things to, to glide and slide in whatever um, mechanism you choose. Uh, thank you. I navigated that well there. I think. Yeah, you did pretty well, to be fair. You need to do that with your conversations. So we need to make sure that we're, we're saying things that allows the conversation to flow and allows the, the person that you're talking to to very easily come back to you with something so that you can keep the conversation moving forward. Yeah. And um, understanding how to do that is incredibly powerful, both face-to-face and also online, if you're talking to people in DMs or PMs or wherever that might be. Mm. So yeah, we were kind of lacking that in our own service until relatively recently. And we found it to be really powerful for certain types of character that aren't overly forthcoming to be able to keep the conversation going. So it's little snippets, little words, little sentences, little things that you can say that are going to keep the flow of a conversation going and allow that person more time with you so that they can open up and give you the things and the information you need to then provide a solution to their problem and therefore talk about potentially working together. Yeah, when I, when I um, when we started coaching on this and we started adding it as part of our training to help train and start more conversations and get them generate more leads, I re- it reminded me of something that I did as a trainer when I was when I was building up my PT business back in the day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. go steady. We're talking about lubing the tube here, okay? Lubing the tube. <laughs> I was lubing the tube back in the day, and um, and so I used to, what I really used to do when I saw people in the gym or people came to my classes, I used to greet them like they were a mate that I hadn't seen in months. Yeah, I love that. All right, so that was that was how I thought, how, how I reflect on it now. So imagine, how would you feel walking into a gym if someone saw you, they clocked you eye to eye, they big smile, because you haven't seen your mate in a while, and you, and you were like, Craig, great to see you again here. How you doing? Like that kind of level of excitement and enthusiasm, just to see you walk into the gym, mm. that undoubtedly will make that person smile, and it will make that person feel warm to them. 
And that, that's part of the principle of lubing the tube because you're making that person warm to you and actually want to talk to you because you're being positive and enthusiastic. And we were talking um, to one of our coaches the other day. She's building, she just moved into a new commercial facility and we're helping her book. And she's booked something like four tasters in the first week with this very simple uh, sequence that we kind of put together for her. And um, that was like, like what she was doing was so simple. It was crazy. She was going to look to make eye contact with people. She was smiling and she was saying hello enthusiastically. And then we had a couple of ways the conversation would go based on what the person responded and how they would be. But that was it. And she's booked like four tasters in a week. So and you know, things would ensue. But we kind of we were focusing on moving the tube. We were being honest. We we're being genuine. We had a plan of action of where we were potentially going to go. Um, and it's amazing how if you master the basics and you keep things simple, but you do it genuinely and enthusiastically that, you know, you can achieve pretty cool things. Yeah. And it's, it's also about putting a little system behind that as well, isn't it? Yeah. So if we're expecting nothing in return, then we're not necessarily going to have to uh, or we're not going to try to push that opening conversation through to a sale or a consult or a taster in that moment. So what we need to do is say hello, be enthusiastic, make eye contact, let them get on with their workout. Yeah. and leave them alone but we need to be able to take a note of that person who they were what they were wearing anything that happened in that conversation so the next time you see them and they work in they walk in you can pick up on where you left off and you can take it a level further through our six stage ladder and the idea of this layering something we call three stage conversations is a beautiful way of being able to lube the tube uh, but also get them through that six stage ladder and not overly sell, sell, but building that relationship. And it kind of, the, the right time just happens. The conversation develops and it gets to the point where somebody either inquires to you or you know it's the right time to come at them with a promotion or uh, some sort of um, way of showcasing what it is that you do to, mm. to be able to help them. And sometimes that does organically happen in one conversation. Sometimes it doesn't. And our kind of general theme at Velocity is we want that to be something that's going on all the time, mm. whether you're, you know, working as a, an online coach, virtual coach, boot camper, working outside, working in a private studio or in a commercial gym. You should always be starting more chats and having more conversations. And then there's going to be things that we bring in periodically, which are going to be more promotional based, which are going to give us a big influx of clients. And if we've got this drip feeding of clients coming in through the conversations that we're starting, and then these promotions that are coming in maybe once a quarter um, that are bringing in, you know, a big influx of people, then you have these two brilliant things that help and make your business much, much bigger over a period of, say, six to nine months. Yeah, so nice. So I think if we if we perhaps wrap up our podcast today, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't have a fact to share. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. So, do you? I, I do have a fact and I'm going to... Oh, okay, I'll tell you what, you, 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 you share your facts and I'll look one up now. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so my fact, and this is based on um, me getting told off by my wife for driving too fast, coming home from the airport. Uh, it's quite late at night, got a new car, quite enjoying the fast lane in the motorway. Um, but she reminded me we had two beautiful children in the back and she was absolutely right, so I slowed down. Um, but this is a fact that um, astounded me. The first ever speeding fine given was for somebody that was doing eight miles an hour. And that's all I got. That's the eight, first. There's no context behind that. Like... No context. No. 
Eight miles an hour. Eight miles an hour was the first ever speeding fine. So uh, anybody listening, if you can open up and give us more context on that, I'd love to hear it. But um, yeah, there we go. I wonder what that was. It must have been a five mile an hour thing. I wonder whether it was someone on like a, a pimped up uh, electric wheelchair or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, eight miles an hour for a parking fine. There we go. Okay, here we go. I'm going to try and trump yours. Um, it's impossible to hum, right? It's impossible to hum while holding your nose. Yeah, I've heard this. I've heard that. You try it. Yeah, so it is impossible, by the way. Is it? Have you tried it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. You sort of like just do it. Mm. Like it turns into a grunt, doesn't it? Yeah, horrendous. Probably, right. not best, probably not the best thing to do on a podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny. If it makes us laugh, that's the most important thing. It's the lesson of the podcast. It doesn't matter what the outcome is, as long as you're enjoying yourself. For sure. Shouldn't have to. Shouldn't, shouldn't bloody have to, to be honest. Right. right guys, that, is, um, that wraps up number four. I uh, hope you enjoyed that, and we will look forward to catching you again next week on the Velocity Podcast. See you soon, guys. <laughs>